hello hello sorry for the delay um so hello welcome back um to scatterbrained um i apologize my voice is a little bit um strained at the moment yesterday i was feeling a bit better um so i thought i would go ahead and schedule um the next episode for today but <clears throat> i woke up today and it's a bit it's a bit itchy but it's okay we'll we'll keep going um hopefully um it is recording and um you guys can hear me because last time i did a little bit of a um a fluke where i um started the room but i didn't know that i was muted um so hopefully that um today um you guys can hear me and we'll be starting in a bit um, just give me a couple more seconds. So I do have some water with me, which is good. Um, I'm just going to have my notes out. Um, so without further ado, hello, welcome. Um, welcome to Scatterbrained. My name is Alex, and today we will be discussing about chapters or episodes 10 to 20 of the webtoon seasons of blossom um it's the same webtoon that we that i discussed um last episode um and today we're just gonna be continuing that um because i did manage to read um uh the next 10 episodes um so it was very i i did just read them last night and i took uh, i took down some notes um with it um hopefully um i'll be able to get through them today um without um prolonging it too much you know um so today um like i mentioned um last episode seasons of blossom is um serialized by webtoon and it is a four-part romance series and today we will be continuing on with the discussion with the first season um which is this uh the spring season of the story and it focuses on um second year high school student bomi yoon um so today last time i talked about um the dynamics between each characters just to explain um or go through the story through that um and explaining each um each of the characters uh dynamics and hopefully through that was able to um uh talk about the plot as well today is a little bit different because what i did is i just took notes um like little bits and pieces of like what happened and what my thoughts are on each of the episodes that i read so i did read 10 episodes which is quite a bit um i had a quite a bit of notes written down um like i said hopefully we'll get through them uh so yeah so starting with episode 10 i didn't really talk about episode 10 um at uh last episode so today um we're starting with episode 10 and it starts um very very it was a it has a very soft start um because we're introduced with um Jin Young and Bomi's first phone call after um Sonhee she invited the group oh uh, she to to prove that Jin Young and Bo, uh Jin Young and Bomi 
are actually dating, Sun invited the group um, to hang out together. And um, later that day, Bome just texted Jin Young that um, to, to say thank you for going along. And then Jin Young ends up calling Bomi. So they had their for- first phone call. And it was really cute um, because they were <clears throat> able to keep the conversation going um, throughout the night. Uh, and so like this could really tell you that from from the dynamics that we talked about last episode, that Jin Young and Bomi have like they're they have this comfortness their, their comfort their comfort level are pretty high um and it's like i, I want to say it's like out of the blue comfort level like um meant like we mentioned or like i mentioned last time they didn't really talk to each other bomi didn't even know his name up up until she bumped into him so for their comfort level to be already like that it must be due to um Jin Yang's nonchalance and like his personality that make makes Bomi really um comfortable. And what happens is really cute because Bomi does end up falling asleep during the call because of his calm voice. And so in the next scene, um <clears throat> it was the last day of their cleaning duty. Um oh and yes through the phone call, sorry, through the phone call, um, Bomi is, uh, Bomi learns that um, Jin Young is a big brother. She, uh, he has a uh, two younger siblings. So the next day, um, it was their last day of cleaning duty. And so Bomi and Jin Young were talking about their siblings and everyone else um, that was cleaning with them was like, hey, we're like, what are you guys talking about? And so Bomi mentions, oh, Jinya has these two siblings, and they were kind of laughing about it because um, they didn't think that Jinyoung could be a big brother. And then Jinyoung shows them a photo, and it was, it was a really cute scene. Um, just them laughing about how, like, oh, like, like how Bomi um, is an only child, and then they mentioned that oh, like maybe Jamin also isn't, or um, with Bomi. Well, yeah, they mentioned that Bomi is an only child, and then they uh, Bomi kind of notices Jamin's expression, like his reaction while talking about this topic. So she asks Jamin, like, "Hey, do you have any siblings as well?" And so she says that, oh, or Jamin says that, no, he doesn't. He's an only child. But then Bomi kind of notices the ex- like his expression is kind of um somber or like she doesn't really name what expression he had but he kind of just she kind of Bomi kind of just noticed that um there was something a little bit off with Jamin um so the next scene um I believe it's the next episode um so the 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 professor the um let me just, I just have to forward something real quick. Give me two seconds. Okay. Um. So they, the, the teacher was like, well, guys, it's time to change the desks. Um, you know, to give more flow to the plot, <laughs> to keep the plot going. And it just so happens that Jin Young is sitting beside Bomi. And we learn in a, in a little bit after that, that he did switch desks with someone to be able to sit beside Bomi. 
And so Jinyoung's friend, I think his name is Jin Tae, um, is sitting beside Jamin. So Jamin now <clears throat> is kind of he, he sits um so Bomi and Jinyoung are sitting in front of the class. And then Jamin is sitting be like a couple rows behind them. And so he is able to see like he has a fairly good view of Jinyoung and Bomi from where, where they're sitting. And Jin Tae, Jin Young's friend, um, just happens to sit beside Jamin. I know the the names are kind of mixing because it's JJJ, but bear with me. Um so Jin Young's friend, Jin Tae, is now sitting beside Jamin, the guy who used to like Bomi. <clears throat> and it, he kind of casts doubt in Jemin that because Jinte, Jin Young's friend, he's um, an avid fan of uh, romance novels. So he, he sees himself as, you know, as every high, school, high schooler that um, likes romance novels, a, a, a pro, you know, like a, a, an advice, a romance genius. So, he kind of casts doubt on Jemin that Jinyoung and Bomi's relationship is kind of odd because they got together all of a sudden, right? And so, Jemin is like, hmm, like, that's, that kind of makes quite a lot of sense because um, out of nowhere, this happens, right? <clears throat> and so... Uh, the next scene after that, <laughs> the next scene after that, Jin uh, Bomi is um, seen expressing her real emotions towards Jin Young after having beaten her in a um, in a desk game that they were doing. So that, uh, well, th basically they weren't paying attention in class. Basically, and Bomi was expressing this to Sun Sun He that. Um, like that that asshole Jin Young that asshole and then boom and then um Son is like um notices that Bomi is um ex actually expressing her real emotions like she's not masking anything um when it comes to Jin Young and Son even mentions to Bomi that you you have this obsession of being nice and this essentially um Oh, what I noticed, um, what I said in the first um, episode, um, when we first discussed it, that I, I said that um, Bomi is kind of like this Mary Sue, kind of just wanted, she kind of just wants to be seen as polite um, and kind and like somebody that can do no wrong. And so what made her be in this predicament in the first place of fake dating Jin Young was that because she couldn't say no to a friend that Sonny had to sweep up and kind of like save her from that and so she ended up having to tell this lie and then now she's here actually trying to fool her best friend right um and through that like Bomi realizes that she is pretty comfortable with Jin Young and that like it wasn't weird. It wasn't a weird realization or anything, but it was kind of just something that she recognized within herself that, oh, if I'm able to 
do this because of him. And later on um, in the episodes, um, we did find um, her reaction as to, um, like, her thinking as to um, how she came about with that realization. Um, and so it's pretty cute because now, like, as is with the fake dating trope that, um, you know, the one that's fake dating has a high, more than higher chance of actually being together because you spend, yes, you start out as strangers, but you spend enough time with someone and, and, and like, you know, close proximity and all that stuff. You spend enough time with someone and, you know, you'll end up noticing the little things about them. So Bomi becomes curious as to how Jin Young would treat a girl that he actually likes. And then he, <laughs> she realizes that she's that, you know, like his, his either like his smile is pretty or and, and stuff like that. So um, Bomi blushes at the thought that she is thinking about him, which is really cute. Um, it was a really cute panel too with her um, realization of that. Um, so the next scene um, we are the next scene we are um, at, at their um, phys ed class and um, Jimin is paired up with Bomi and he's curious about what it is that he likes or what it is that she likes about um, what it is that she likes about Jin Young in the first place and so um, in, in this kind of tropes usually like the one that is asked would be at would would be nervous or like even like hesitating um to not say the wrong to 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 not say the wrong to to be able to um avoid saying the wrong thing because it wasn't discussed prior right like that's usually what happens with like you know those fake dating tropes where um they didn't really <laughs> they didn't really plan to be asked a lot of questions with this Jamin asks Bomi what is it that she likes about Jin Young and she responses responds to him quite honestly <clears throat> um and without hesitation like she from her heart actually um ends up praising praising Jin Young um and so she she mentions that while, while Jin Young can be blunt uh, while Jin Young can be blunt as in borderline like rude um Bomi realizes that it's because of that and he's not fake and like he will try tell you straight up if you're you're doing something that isn't right you know and Bomi realizes that Jinyoung is someone that doesn't have any expectations of others and and so he he ends up treating them um equally and that's why um she feels that she doesn't have to put up this kind of nice girl uh goody two shoes front in front of him like she she she's comfortable enough to freely express what she wants um and so Bomi again with that after she says that um she notices Jamin's um 
expression and that kind of somber look once more. Um, it's I I've really see the panel of um, Jemin's expression, but um, I think it's something more in the lines of that the a smile that doesn't really meet his eyes. So like a very uh, like a sad and um, I wouldn't say not genuine, but more like. Yeah, we'll, we'll go. We'll go with sad. We'll go with sad. Um, so with this, because now, like I mentioned in the last episode, um, Bomi's the popular one of the popular kids. So with her dating um, this this um, this guy, aka. Jinyoung, with her dating Jinyoung, who is not that popular, is a gamer, um, shorter than her, um, if you want to include that. You know, other guys in their school are like, well, if Bomi's standards was that low, then maybe we can, like, hit on her too. Like, you know, maybe she'll um, end up um, dumping Jinyoung and just end up um, going, uh, going out with us. So, some older or some third years um so uh students that are older than than them um decides to kind of hit on Bomi and like give her some gifts and that that guy i don't i don't think i got his name but that guy um wanted to um confront Jin Young and so I wrote on my notes that Jinyoung shows the prowess of a short king. Because then, like, if you're getting bullied, this is what Jinyoung is. His Jinyoung strat- strategy goes as follows to just yell as if you're being, like, touched inappropriately, basically. Because then the other person won't, um, won't want to have to deal with the repercussions of that. Um, and so Jinyoung often, apparently from the scene, is that they often get bullied. So, like, you know, you try to get, you, you try to, and he knows that he can't, he can't um, fight someone physically like that. And so he, he ends up trying to, um, trying to find his own way to get out of that situation. And, Jemin was almost about to um come to the rescue, but um this ends up with Jemin um wanting to be friends with Jinyoung because of how well he handled the situation. Um and so with that in the next um episode we see that um their little group with Jinyoung's friends, Jemin's friends, and Son. Sonhee and Bomi, they're not sitting together. They're not sitting together in one group um, during lunch. And people are, you know, um, kind of spreading rumors. Or not rumors, but they're talking about it. You know, these these kids have nothing better to do than to <laughs> just talk about each other and what's going on in um, in their group. And so... <clears throat> In in that in the conversation that the group has, um, when they were eating lunch, they kind of um, 
mentions how or Jemin points out that it doesn't seem like Bomi and Jinyoung are together because um there's just these little things that they don't do for each other. And so with that kind of gave them the incentive to start becoming closer and go for example like going home together or like um in Korea usually in Korean culture if you call each other by your full name that means you're not you're trying to be respectful and that means you're not as close it shows that you're not as close and so with Jin Young he usually calls Bomi by his full by her full name so people thought that oh like that's kind of weird that you're calling your supposed girlfriend um by her full name like are you really not that close together so that's kind of like where the suspicion arose so what ended up happening is now Bomi and Jinyoung are trying to like they're going home together and then Jinyoung as well is now trying to call Bomi just by her first name which signals as they are close together um and with that Bo, um Jinyoung calls Bomi by her first name for the first time and um it kind of gave her the butterflies, which is really cute because she I don't think Bomi was expense, expecting anything from it. And the way, but when he did start to call her by her, just her name, it did give her like a little bit of a ticklish feeling, which was really cute. Um, and so, um, the next the next scene we're shown with um with um Jemin and Sunhee talking because Sunhee now she 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 wants to find out if like there's something that she could do to help Jemin. Oh, sorry, hold on. Um somebody's just calling with somebody's with the mail. Hold on. Our passport came and I had to deal with it. So I'll just cut <laughs> cut that um, silence out um, once I edit the episode. Okay, but um, right. So as we were talking about, um, Jemin and or Son, Son He puts Jemin aside um, to ask him, like, you know, I can easily just tell Bomi that you like her and like um and she does like you back so like i can tell her to stop pretending to be in in a relationship with this other guy and then jimmy's like if bomi has already chosen someone that is not me then i can live with that like i just have to live with that like i i just have to accept it so there's no such thing as if is what he said um, and with this, Son is expressing that she she's she's worried. <laughs> Excuse me, she's worried about Jemin. Um, and like I mentioned in the um, the last episode, like with their dynamics, um, Son is someone that's you know she's she really just she cares. She likes him, yes, but she cares about. Um, his well-being as well and so 
Jamin then ends up telling her that, you know, don't worry about him. He's, he, he'll be fine. And so, um, in the next scene, in the next episode, um, we're seen with Bomi and, um, Jin Young meeting. Yeah. So we're, we're, um, the next episode, we see Bomi and Jin Young meeting in the, um, the bookstore, and it just so happens that Jin Young's um, younger sibling Gina is with them, and so it it was um a really it was a really cute scene where Bomi got to meet Jin Young's um younger sister, and the reason why I'm talking about this scene and I, why why I feel like it's important is because um of the internal um thoughts that Bomi is saying, in which she said that. All it takes is one slight nudge to knock your heart over. And where you start to um you start to notice the finer de- finer details of how someone else treats you. And and so which ends up giving you the butterflies. And with this, um you know, Bomi finally I guess accepted that or no, no, not not in here, but um, with here now she's. The more she spends time with Jin Young, the more she's noticing the little things about him, and um, you know when you, honestly like the trope, the fake dating trope, I. It can get tiring, but the reason why I like to read about it is just that, you know, people really underestimate, <laughs> people really underestimate the the power of close proximity. Like, I, I, I don't understand how, I don't understand how people are, or, or at least the character, like fictional characters, or how authors would be like, would write one of their characters would be like, don't don't fall in love with me. And then they end up falling first, right? I just find that so funny really. And it's it's um it's quite refreshing though, like once um those characters actually um uh then end up falling for each other. It's kind of like a so um, with with that scene with Bomi and um, Jin Young meeting outside of school and them kind of spending time together because of it um, it's just that there Bomi starts to realize that she are feeling some things so give me one more second what's going on? Okay, I am back. Sorry. Um, just had to deal with the mail again. But um, we're good. Okay. Um, so, with this, um, with this realization from Bomi, um, we are, we are um, noted that um, spring is coming to an end. So it's already 
we're already in the prelude of the next season. Excuse me, as summer takes over. Um, and so, in the next episode, we are, the first thing that we are told uh, is that there's, the, the kids in Bomi's class are telling, it's a, it's a cloudy and rainy day, okay? Uh, okay, sorry, mail again. Yeah, the passport was coming in. My sister was supposed to um, get them, but she left for the day and I'm stuck to watch out for them. But that's okay, that's okay. Um, so like what I was saying, um, it's a cloudy day and it was raining. And then the kids are now telling ghost stories to each other. You know, their school's urban legend. And so they started to talk about this kid from their school six years ago. Um, and trigger warning, this will, um, this will, ta- I will now start talking about um, the self-harm and potential suicide um, through this story. Um, it was an urban legend of the school that six years ago, there was a kid who was popular, he was smart, He, everyone liked him, all the teachers liked him, all the students liked him. And, you know, eventually, though, the academic burnout that he was suffering from and all the pressure that he was suffering from, he ends up taking his life by jumping off the roof of the school. Um, and a lot of people suspects and from the comments that i read too a lot of um the readers suspects that this person may have been related to jemin because as um if you if you read if you read the this once you read this episode um that the the panel like the 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 panel just slowly starts to zoom in on Jimin and um it really points the reader to the very much like oblivious outcome or the oblivious like foreshadowing that this is related to Jimin and um it's just sad that um he is or no hold on sorry I'm getting ahead of myself but um you know like you know that this story that they're telling is connected to Jemin by how the panel zooms in on him um and you by then you can as a reader you can start pointing out the all the telltale signs that it is related to Jemin because he he did he used to live in their town but he left because of something and now he's back because of something and so that's why too um son son he mentions of that day in the earlier episodes and what is that day and why is son so overly protective of jemin's happiness and um and why does jemin keep telling her that he's fine and that she shouldn't need to worry about him um, and then you can also flag the thing that happened in episode 10 where he's uncomfy 
with the topic like Bomi notices that he's visibly uncomfy about the topic of siblings and then in the later um in the episode previously that too um we are we, we did have a com uh, a conversation with Jemin and his mom at the end um of the last episode wherein he was reassuring her that he's he's gonna be okay um so that day um it's uh, getting closer to summer and it's a rainy day and um bomi now with her re- her with her slow realization that she may or may not like jinyoung she is now overly like she's hyper focused on his every move and she's realizing that this feeling that she's going through right now is something that she's never felt before with Jemin. It's it's different from when she liked Jemin. Um and so she's kind of realizing this and going through her um like thought process of like does she does she like Jin Young now or does she not? Um and so at, at the end of that day she um she does tell Jinyoung to go ahead and um go home without her because she felt that she won't be able to get anything done schoolwork wise because of how focused she is knowing that he's right beside her so you know now Bomi is alone at school she's alone in their classroom and mind you they don't, they just they told the urban legend story they told the urban urban legend story that morning, so now Bomi's scared that the urban legend might be true, and she hears these footsteps coming closer toward the classroom. And um, but it turns out it was just Jimin breezing through because he found his. I mean, he forgot his cell phone in the class, and so um. Uh, Bomi ended up ended up being jumpy um, because of it. She actually shrieks when she he comes into the class, which is really funny. But um, yeah, Je- um, Bomi ends up telling Jemin that she was kind of freaked out because um, of the urban legend that happened, and she kind of just starts voicing her thoughts as they were going home through the halls, um, through the halls, and so Bomi wonders what happens and what must it feel like to those that are left behind to those people that are left behind um once someone decides to take their own life and here we see the dynamic um that changes this uh that changes between Bomi and Jemin because now it's more somber it's a more somber mood and Bomi points out that he is the expression that he has at that moment is the same expression that he's he has caught him um having before and so she tries to divert the subject and asks why Jemin is so interested in becoming friends with Jinyoung and so Jemin describes Jinyoung as someone with a strong heart, right? Someone that isn't isn't afraid to take shit. 
exactly um and so he's envious of that but Bumi tells him that you know sometimes it's not that bad to have a, a mushy heart you know that means that it's just that you you can feel um you can feel more essentially it's out that you know sometimes having someone to listen to or to listen to you can lighten the load so she kind of offers up she said that she will she's if he was having any trouble and they are friends so if he's having any trouble then she isn't afraid to lend him an ear and so this is where Jemin drops the bomb and you can really know you can really tell that the the happiest people are sometimes the the ones that are suffering the most as is with the case of Jemin because the way that it is also written um or the way that it is presented in the panels is also so eerie like it's so i wouldn't call it to the extent of powerful but the way that you feel the genre shift a bit with his story because now the colors are more dull we're still in the spring and this is still bomi's story but like i mentioned before this is the prelude to the next season um more heavier topics and so jamin in episode 19 in the backdrop of a rainy day he drops his bomb wherein where Jemin tells Bomi the story of his older brother and that he was he was also he was smart he was loved by everyone and instead of jumping off from the school building it was their apartment building that he jumped off of and this It's a crazy shift. It's a crazy shift um from the lightheartedness of the previous episodes. Um and now you're going to be it's it's like now for me personally, now you're more hyper aware of the little things that Jimin does. Um because he is carrying this with him and not only him. Son is also carrying this burden with her as well and um that's why um i mentioned in the first episode that Jimin and Son's relationship i feel like is the most it's the one that i love the most because um they have more history together there's definitely something that happened between them and this is the something that happened between them because the day we um 19 starts episode 19 starts with son's point of view and um it shows the day that when they were kids it was raining heavily and jemin walks sonhee home and she invites him to play with her just for a little bit to meet her dog just for a little bit but jemin hesitates a little little jemin hesitates a little and says I have to be my brother soon because he's coming back home. But Son was like, "Well, you just have to meet my dog for a little bit." And so Jamie agrees because he wanted to meet the dog, you know? 
very harmful, very um, not harmful at all, you know. But that was the day that Jamin's brother jumped off the building. And this thought, the guilt has eaten up on both Son and Jamin because if Son ha- hadn't if son hadn't um invited him over he would have been home and the if right um jamin might have been home and was able to stop it or jamin's guilt is that if he declined son he would have been home and maybe would have been able to stop it but if we go back to what jamin mentioned to son a couple episodes ago that there's no such thing as if right it's only like now jamin is learning how to accept things as it is and accepting it as it it goes you know um like the choice has been made and like you can't really backtrack from that if the choice has already been made. And so here um Jamin mentions as well that he doesn't really talk about it. And then why he says that he's an only child in episode 10 for example is that people who had to say goodbye to someone that close to them are both the one that is pitied and the one that is blamed because with that yes it's like her his brother passed away and that is obviously a very sad thing it's terrible it's a sad uh it's a it's a terrible thing to happen but at the same time people would think what led him to do so? Why was he burnt out? Why wasn't his brother not there with him when he needed the most? And I think that's where the guilt comes from, is the ifs, the what ifs. Um, and that's the burden that really um, overshadows um, Jimin and Son's relationship. Um And so, I don't. In, in the in the end of the episode nineteen, we're we're shown that Jin Young heard a part of this, and we aren't sure if Jin Young heard the part where Jamin confesses that his brother um, passed uh, passed away. Um, but Jin Young does see Jamin and Bomi being close to each other, and Jamin. And Bomi trying to comfort each other from the bomb that Jemin dropped. And so with this, Jemin then mentions that um, to change the subject to a lighter note, I mean, Jemin then mentions if there's something that's going on, like if there was something wrong with Bomi and Jemin, because um, Jemin mentions that Jinyoung pays really close attention to Bomi when she's not looking and Jamin knows this because um 
he's sitting behind them, like I mentioned earlier. Like he's sitting behind them, so he has a full view of um, how the two of them react. And so, um, Bomi then is flushed um, at the thought that Jin Young is focusing on her more. Um, and Jemin sees this. So, the next episode, 20, we're reintroduced to um, Son's dilemma of liking Jemin throughout these years, but then she's eaten with the guilt that um, if she, only she hasn't, she didn't um, invite him over. Um, so that now she just settles to watch, watch him from afar and um, make sure that he's making good memories now that he's back. But because, but because um, at the ending of um, episode 9, Jin Young saw Jimin and Bomi together, he kind of missed, I guess he kind of misunderstood what happened. And so now Jin Young, being that Jin Young and Bomi are in a contract, fake relationship in the first place, suggested that maybe they should break up because then... Right now, it's been long enough that Bomi's um, best friend's son is um, going to believe them. And so, um, we can see in the panels, we can see Bomi's, <laughs> Bomi's um, hesitation with it. Because she was just about to confirm if... Or ask him if he truly liked her. And then he drops his bomb <laughs> of breaking up. And so Bomi kind of hesitates. But ultimately couldn't say anything. Because then that is that, that was their initial agreement. Um, and so she says, okay. And then Jin Young works fast. And switch seats with someone um, to replace his seat beside Bomi. And I cannot truly depict you the emotions that are going through my brain as I see these panels because, like, you truly, with webtoons and, like, manga alike, like, you truly need to see how each um, individual panel is positioned to get the full um, experience of it. That's why I cannot, um, I cannot stress the fact that you know, I really recommend this webtoon and that, you know, it's truly, really different if you read it on, um, and see it on your own, right? Um, so, um, with Bomi's hesitation and then just accepting it, it, you can see the emotions go through her face in the panels. And so she's caught up with this thought that, maybe he liked her right but then it brought her back to the realization that Jin Young had the exact same thought when she lied in the first place and that maybe this was her karma for lying for making for having Jin Young involved in this is that this is her karma because now now that she now that she has actually fallen for him and liked him he is now breaking the contract relationship that they had in the first place and so that is where episode 20 or the um that's where episode 20 basically ends or 
the I think this is like around the middle of episode twenty, but um I think this is like the end of an era. <laughs> no, just kidding. But um yeah, no, this is I think in the next couple of scenes after that, Son and Bomi kind of agrees to um actually, you know, start to be honest with each other and that Son actually confesses that she's like Jemin for a little bit. And Son in return asked Bomi who she actually likes. And so that's that's where I'll cut things off for today. But um hopefully um just just the way that um this just the way that the whole story is um made um and that I'm able to like recount what 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 happens in the scenes um as easily as that makes it like i mean now you can see that it's definitely an easy story to follow and that the tropes and the reason why i like this story as well is that because the tropes are so they're so well used like i didn't feel like i said i didn't feel annoyed or like um and and just because like a fake dating trope is predictable like doesn't mean and and yes these tropes are cliched but that doesn't mean that they cannot be used um in a good way like that doesn't mean they're they cannot be used right that can um affect the story more positively right and so i feel like this um seasons on blossom um the whole throughout the whole um three seasons that are out at the moment they've been using the tropes really well and it's not a story that will make you annoyed because of how the plot is going the 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 timing of the plot um as well as like how it is paced the pacing there you go the pacing is really well and like i told you like season one is only in the span of 30 30 episodes so for me personally for me that's already very concise because you're now from from episode one to 30 you're you're gonna have to be introduced to the characters to their conflict go through um their rapid solution and then see the whole thing blow up and then you have this little bits and pieces of other stories being weaved in throughout Bomi's um season because not only are you um you're also given like little bits and pieces of characters that are gonna be seen in the later seasons and the fact that for me after having read season two and three is very rewarding because they're like a little easter egg that is sprinkled in season one so it's really um it's really fun because then you get you get a name and a face in just a random episode and then you're like you're reading reading season two and three and you're like wait a second this person i've seen this person before and it will really come to play once season four starts because then once you're introduced to season four's main titular character you're like oh it's that person so it's really it's, it's a rewarding story because um and i haven't mentioned this before but the the layout of Seasons of Blossom is it's called like an omnibus style so each season or or 
the seasons of blossom story is within this one world and each season is focusing on in in like these amount of main characters but then you see other characters from other seasons kind of flow in and out of all the all the seasons so it's it's just i don't know it gets me excited knowing that um but with that hopefully um I I just thought that it would be fun to recount the moments and um little bits and pieces of what I thought um of the story or of, of the uh the episodes 10 to 20 and so this is the result of it um although I'm not um hopefully um later on I'd learn more to be able to um truly include um my thoughts and um be more concise about it um those are just my hopes um as i continue on with this um show and um but yeah we're almost reaching reaching the one hour mark and i hope to not do so so um with that um for now I will then again read the last 10 episodes of this season and once again um, discuss it um, on here. Um, and just to recount my, uh, just to recount my um, reactions to, 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 to those episodes, which I'm really excited about. And I'm really excited about to, to talk about the next season up after that, which is summer, where, where we get to know more about I guess Jemin's past and um know more about what truly happened with um his older brother and so I'm really excited for that um but hopefully with that um it'll get more and more like the reason why I'm doing this will get more and more um clear to me as well right I mean it's not called scatterbrain for nothing um but with this um will be ending today's episode um hopefully um i'm sorry that there's a little bit more um like interruptions in the middle um just had some stuff to go through but um hopefully next time we won't have too much um interruptions um but with that um again this is alex um you can find me on instagram as at read and read endlessly it's also linked on um my profile um and also like i made it so that you can also read the, uh listen to this on spotify as well as apple podcasts just so that i can hopefully reach more people that are interested in this subject um and so with that um uh this is scatterbrain thank you so much for listening goodbye